0: Good morning, everyone, and a very warm welcome to worship on Sunday, the 4th of October, no matter where you are. This morning's service is live on the telephone and is being recorded. And as part of this morning's worship, we will celebrate the sacrament of the Lord's Supper. When you may choose to use the little cups provided or whatever you've brought with you, there are one or two other intimations the shoebox appeal. This year we're making up shoeboxes for a local charity called The Night Before Christmas. Every household should have received a leaflet in the envelope of information that went out recently. You'll be pleased to hear, no doubt, that once again we're having our scriptures read by a member on a Sunday. This morning Jean is going to read for us, but if this is something you would like to do, please let me know. And finally, it is with sadness that I intimate the death of one of our members, Anne Macdonald. Anne died on Tuesday. Her funeral will take place on the 16th of October. Would you please keep Anne's family in your prayers? For all of us, the world today may seem strange. We may be anxious about our health or that of others. We may be anxious about work our money so let us just take a moment to be still to lay our anxieties our worries at the feet of our lord and to rest in his presence In God's world, everyone is welcome. In God's presence, everyone is welcome. At God's table, everyone is welcome. At God's feast, everyone is welcome. Don't stand on the doorstep. Come into God's presence wherever you may be and enjoy. We have come into God's presence. Let's worship God in hearing the hymn because remember, we can't sing. We listen to the hymn Christ is made the sure foundation, Christ the head and cornerstone, chosen of the Lord and precious, binding all the church in one. With thy constant loving kindness, hear thy people as they pray. Lord and honour to the Father, Lord and honour to the Son, Lord and honour to the Spirit, ever three and ever one one in might and one in glory, while unending ages run. Hymn number 200, Christ is made the sure foundation. And now let's come to God in prayer. Let's pray. Lord God, we have gathered to worship separately and together. For you have called us to follow you. As we try to follow in your way, we are on journeys, individual journeys and shared journeys. Experiences that are ours, alone and ours together. Guide us on our journey this day and help us to keep our eyes on the goal, the goal of God's call through Jesus Christ to the love above. Lord, we praise you for the teachings of Jesus, for the example of his life, and for his life given up for us. We thank you that through the power of the Holy Spirit, you meet with us here in this world. Lord, We know that we are meant to follow you, and yet sometimes we cannot see the way ahead. It is blocked by concerns of this world. Sometimes we are in dark places and cannot see the way. Sometimes we are led astray by other worldly influences. Sometimes we even choose to go a different path. Forgive us, we pray, for these times. And we thank you that through your grace and love our sins are forgiven. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to see clearly your way for us. Strengthen us through the power of your Holy Spirit that we may keep to the path that leads to you and not stray into wilderness places. We pray in the name of Father, Son and Holy Spirit, one God forever. Amen. Today, as I said, we have Dean Ury reading a scripture lesson for us. It is good
1: to hear another voice. It comes from Paul's letter to the Philippians chapter 3. Paul has been warning against those who try to include the old standards for membership of the church rather than what Christ has said. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 reading verse 4 to 14. If anyone makes claims of that kind, I can make a stronger case for myself. Circumcised on my eighth day, Israelite by me, of the tribe of Benjamin, a Hebrew born and bred. In my practice of the law, a Pharisee, in zeal for religion, a persecutor of the church by the law's standard of righteousness, without fault. For all such aspects, I have written off because of Christ. More than that, I count everything sheer loss, far outweighed by the gain of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I did in fact forfeit everything. I counted so much rubbish. For the sake of gaining Christ and finding myself in union with him, with no righteousness of my own faith in the law, nothing but the righteousness which comes from faith in Christ, given by God in response to faith. My one desire is to know Christ and the power of his reflection, and to share his suffering in growing conformity with his death, in hope of something attaining the resurrection. It is not that I have already received this. I have not reached perfe—not yet reached perfection, but I've kept on, hoping to take hold of that for which Christ once took hold of me. My friends, I do not claim to have hold of it yet. What I do say is this. Forgetting what is behind, i straining for what lies ahead. I press toward the finishing line. To win the heavenly prize which God has called me in Christ's people. Amen. May God add his blessing to this reading of his holy work. Thank you, Jean. And how much
0: we all have to wrestle with glasses and masks these days. Our next hymn is going to be hymn number 396. And I'd like to share with you some of the words of that hymn. And can it be that I should gain an interest in the Saviour's blood? Died he for me who caused his pain, for me who him to death pursued. Amazing love, how can it be that thou, my God, should die for me? No condemnation now I dread. Jesus and all in him is mine. Alive in him, my living head, and clothed in righteousness divine, bold I approach the eternal throne and claim the crown through Christ my own. Hymn number 396 And Can It Be? In some ways, I suppose it seems appropriate to be reading of Paul's teaching on the race that is life on the day of the London Marathon, when elite runners will run over 26 miles, 19 laps, I believe, around St James's Park. I don't know about you, but I have never tackled a marathon. I have run a couple of women's 10Ks some time ago, but today, for me, it's all about walking. No matter whether we're walking, jogging, running or cycling, we all usually have a goal in mind. When I go out for a walk, I know where I'm going. Erskine Ferry Slip, Renfrew, round the Scrappies or round the airport. If I'm out in the country, knowing where I'm going is even more important. And it's the same for us all in this journey through life. For in today's scripture... Paul is encouraging us in this race that is life. He starts off by telling us exactly who he is. He doesn't gloss over his roots, his upbringing. From his his birth, he was a God-fearing, law-observing Jew. His lineage was as pure as Jewish lineage could be. And he belonged to the most aristocratic tribe of Jews. And all of this was from his birth. He then goes on to talk about what he's done. He was so loyal a Jew that he never lost the ability to speak Hebrew. He was not only a religious Jew, he was a member of their strictest and the most self-disciplined sect. He'd held in his heart a burning zeal for what he had thought was the cause of God. And he had a record in Judaism which no one could with which no one could find fault. This was Paul before he met Jesus on the road to Damascus, the moment which changed him. So in this passage he's told us clearly what he gave up to follow Jesus. All human achievement had to be laid aside in order that he might accept the free grace of Jesus Christ and follow him. So Paul is telling us that a right relationship with God is to be found not through the law, but through faith, through putting one's trust in God. It's not achieved by any individual, but it's given by God. It's not to be won by good works, but has to be accepted in trust. We have to take Jesus Christ at his word by accepting what God himself offers to each one of us. But Paul also points out that our aim is not to know about Christ, but to know Christ personally, to know him. And to know Christ, well, that's not to be skilled in any theoretical or theological knowledge. It's to know him, to know him with such intimacy that in the end we are united with him As we are with those whom we love on earth. And that just as we share their experiences, we also share his. We are to know Christ personally, to know the power of his resurrection. And it's the guarantee of the importance of this life and of this body in which we live, because it was in the body that Christ rose, and it's this body that he sanctifies. The power of Jesus' resurrection is the guarantee of the life to come. Because Christ lives, we also shall live. His victory is our victory. This is what he has won. This is what he has won for us, for you and for me. It's the guarantee that in life and in death and beyond death, the presence of the risen Lord is always with us, It's the proof that his promise to be with us always to the end of the world is true. The resurrection of Christ is the guarantee that this life is worth living and that the physical body is sacred. It's the guarantee that death is not the end of life and that there is a world beyond. It is the guarantee that nothing in life or in death shall separate us from Christ Jesus. And so today, as we share in the sacrament of the Lord's Supper, we are very, very clearly reminded of just what Jesus has done for us and what he offers us. What he offers us? Forgiveness of sins and life everlasting. Thanks be to God. Amen. And now, let's dedicate our offerings and bring before God our prayers for others. Let's pray. Generous God, giver of all good things, we lay our offerings before you. Offerings of money in the plate and direct to the bank. Offerings of food and money for women's aid. Offerings of ourselves, our love, our skills, our time, our talents. Bless all that we offer, and grant wisdom we pray to those who have responsibility for its stewardship, in women's aid, in Stowbray and in your wider church. Hear us now as, Lord, as we bring to you our prayers for others. We pray for people who need to leave their homes because of violence. May they know your peace and find shelter. We thank you for charities and volunteers who seek to provide safe havens for all those who need shelter. And today, Lord, especially we hold before you Paisley Women's Aid. We pray for the National Health Service, for those who are ill and need its services, for all who are waiting for test results and appointments to drop through the door. We thank you for all who work within the NHS – cleaners, doctors, admin staff, porters, nurses, ancillary services we ask that you would grant wisdom to to those who hold the powers of decision-making. We pray for our politicians, those who serve as councillors, MSPs and MPs. May they have integrity and may they use their authority wisely for all people. We pray for your church throughout the world and here in Scotland. We thank you that the General Assembly was able to meet virtually on Friday evening and on Saturday. May all who serve you within your church have a clear vision of your goal. Lord, we pray for all those who are ill, for those who are approaching the end of their race, and we pray for those whose loved ones have crossed the finishing line. We give you thanks for all who have reached the end of their race and who are now with you, cheering us on. In a moment of silence, we bring you the silent prayers of our hearts. Lord, may all for whom we have prayed know your loving arms around them. And be with us, we pray, as we continue to seek to follow you till the end of our days. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ, our risen Lord and Saviour. Amen. I'm going to listen in a moment to our communion hymn, the hymn 668, According to Thy Gracious Word. But I'd like to share the words of that with you. According to thy gracious word, in meek humility, this will I do, my dying Lord, I will remember thee. Thy body broken for my sake, my bread from heaven shall be. Thy testamental cup I take, and thus remember thee. Gethsemane can I forget, or there thy conflict see, thine agony And bloody sweat And not remember thee When to the cross I turn mine eyes And rest on Calvary O Lamb of God, my sacrifice I must remember thee Remember thee and all thy pains And all thy love to me Yea, while a breath, a pulse remains I will remember thee And when these failing lips grow dumb And mind and memory flee when thou shalt in thy kingdom come, Jesus. Remember me, hymn six (laughs) six eight. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. We hear the words of the institution of the Lord's Supper. According to St. Paul, the tradition which I handed on to you came to me from the Lord himself, that on the night of his arrest, the Lord Jesus took bread and after giving thanks to God, broke it and said, this is my body which is for you Do this in memory of me. In the same way he took the cup after supper and said, This cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood. Whenever you drink it, do this in memory of me. For every time you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the death of the Lord until he comes. As the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, took bread, I take these elements of bread and wine to be set apart from all common uses for this holy use and mystery. And as he gave thanks and blessed, let us draw near to God and offer him our prayers and thanksgiving. Let's pray. Creator God, source of life, we lift our thanks to you in this season of harvest. The bounty of the earth belongs to you. The fields that ripen in the sun give praise to your name. For the colours of the autumn, the sharpening wind, the gathering in of all that nourishes us, we give you thanks. We hold the blessings you give us in trust and praise you, good provider, for our lives, our homes, and all that we share. For these gifts of your love we thank you and join with the angels and saints in the joyful hymn of praise. Holy, holy, holy one, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Glory be to you, O God most high. Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Saviour. Hosanna in the highest. Gracious, giving God, you have created us so that we may find rest from our labours, so that we may find space to spend time with you. As the days shorten and our earth prepares for the sleep of winter, we turn to you, searching for peace. We praise you for the presence of your Spirit, who teaches us to combine labour with rest, who brings us the cycles of time and season, who sustains us when we are in need. For all the good gifts you bring us, we praise your holy name. We turn to the table of bounty and sustenance in the name of our Saviour by the death and resurrection of Jesus, our Redeemer, through the sharing of this bread and wine, here on the table, throughout this building and in folks' homes, gifts of your creation, may we be created anew. As we hear the words in which Christ invited his disciples to take bread and wine and to remember him always, We give thanks for all that he has done for our sake. Bless these elements and our communion with one another. Draw us closer to your presence, O loving God. Send your Holy Spirit upon these elements of bread and wine here in this building and in people's homes. Send your Holy Spirit upon us all and strengthen us in times of hardship and of plenty. Pour out your Spirit upon the whole earth and bring in your new creation. Gather your church together from the ends of the earth into your kingdom, where peace and justice are revealed, that we, with all your people, of every language, race and nation, may share the banquet you have promised through Christ, with Christ, in Christ. All honour and glory are yours forever. And hear us now as we pray in the words Jesus gave his disciples, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. Amen. According to the holy institution, example and command of our Lord Jesus Christ, and as a memorial of him, we do this, who on the night when he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant sealed by my blood. Whenever you drink it, do it in memory of me. Jesus, Lamb of God, have mercy on us. Jesus, bearer of our sins, have mercy on us. Jesus, Redeemer of the world, grant us peace. Amen. Draw near with faith. Receive the body of our Lord Jesus Christ, which was given for you, and his blood which was shed for you, and feed on him in your hearts by faith with thanksgiving. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Happy are those who find refuge in him. Take, eat, eat, This is the body of Christ which is broken for you. Do this remembering him. This cup is the new covenant sealed by Christ's blood which was shed that the sins of many might be forgiven. Drink from it, all of you. the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Normally we would share the peace with one another. We can't do that, but why not just turn around and give folk a wee wave? I think maybe that's as good as we can get. Peace be with you. Obviously, if you're in your home listening, then you can share the peace with whoever is with you. (coughs) Having received from God. Let's pray. (laughs) Gracious God, we thank you for the love which brings us as food from heaven the life of your dear Son and assures us that we belong to the company of all his faithful people in heaven and on earth. Grant that, strengthened by this fellowship and by the power of his Holy Spirit, we may continue his work in the world until we come to the glory of your eternal kingdom. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. Amen. We're going to close this morning's service of worship with what I think is a well-known hymn, hymn number 248. For my sake and the gospel's goal, and tell redemption's story. They preach his birth, his life, his cross, the love of his atonement for whom they count the world but loss, his Easter, his enthronement. The hymn for my sake and the gospel's goal. <laughs> If you're able, I invite you to stand for the benediction. May we live in faith, act in righteousness, always be loved, and make Jesus the Christ the cornerstone of our lives and the one whom we follow. And the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit rest and remain with you and all those whom you love. This day and for evermore, please be seated. And I ask that as you leave, would you please take your little empty cup with you and put it in one of the black bin bags. Thank you.